welcome to the Landman Pivot Podcast. I'm your host and pivot coach, Ryan Fairbanks. I'm a registered professional landman with the American Association of Professional Landmen. During my 15 years as a petroleum landman, I've gained a passion for helping others level up their skill set and mindset so they can be ready for anything in our ever-changing industry. One of my favorite ways to do this is by introducing listeners to mentors and coaches like me who want to see you succeed. At the end of the interview, I'll tell you more about additional resources you can use to forge new connections and gain new skills to get you moving forward with confidence. We're here with Colleen Law. She's a friend of mine. We've been in a mastermind growth group for a little over a year. Colleen is a specialist on helping people finish their dissertations for a master's degree or doctorate degree. Welcome, Colleen. Glad to have you with us. Thank you, Ryan. Nice to be here. Tell us a, a little about what you do. As you said, I help master's and doctoral students complete their theses. And I take them from actually starting their thesis sometimes to all completing their thesis. Okay. Uh, depending on where they are when they contact me. And so what we do is I actually give them a personality assessment as the very first thing that we do together. And I do this so that we have an idea of how they approach their work, how they approach the topic of their work, and how they um, actually perform under various circumstances. And that gives me a great idea of where they might be stuck in the process of writing their thesis. Once I've done that, uh, we sit together and develop goals, small, smart goals that help them throughout the process of writing their thesis or dissertation. And once we do that, we develop habits that allow them to take those goals and put them into action. Okay. And I help them throughout that process. And that's really, it's, it's a, a short process, but um, so for some students, it takes a while. Uh, other students, it doesn't take as long. Um, but that's really the process that we go through. You know, usually it takes about six months, depending on, again, where they contact me, where they are when they contact me. That's cool. Um, where do you find that people get stuck? Well, that's really funny because there's really five main places where people get stuck. One, they get stuck in de determining a topic for their thesis. Okay. Um, the second place they get stuck is everybody thinks your thesis has to, or your dissertation has to be the greatest thing <laughs> to come about in years. And that is really where a lot of people get stuck. They don't understand that the best thesis is a finished thesis, okay? <laughs> you know, and so they, they just stay right where they are when they're thinking that it has to be the best thing that everyone's ever read, all right? A third part that they get stuck on is after they have completed writing their introduction and abstract to the thesis and they're just getting the first round of comments back from their advisors 
many students don't know how to respond to those particular comments. You know, uh, some of the comments might be, you need more alignment, okay, in what you're talking about. And alignment really is making sure that you're talking about what you say you're gonna talk about and you do it throughout the entire process. And students get stuck there an awful lot. You know, um, I had one student actually who got stuck there for two years, did not know how to respond, could not find anyone to help her respond and could not find anyone to help her translate what the advisors were telling her into actionable steps. Okay. Uh, a fourth place they get this, uh, stuck is in their second round of advisory feedback. And this has to do with advisors asking about the design of their study. Um, you know, uh, what kind of statistical analysis that they think they should or should not do, depending upon whether it's a quantitative or qualitative analysis, you know, what their unit of analysis is, okay? So students get stuck there as well. And then finally, with the final round of, of comments from advisors stuck there as well, because this is when the, student, when the advisors actually start saying things such as, okay, what is the impact of what you have done? What does it mean? Mm -hmm. Students have a hard time translating what they've done into what it means. Okay, and that's where they get, a, a lot of people get stuck there as well. Yeah, I would think that's a very important step um, in making that transition from the academic world to the practical, applicable. This is what you did. This is what you learned. But what does it mean? What can we do with it? And I like that that you help people get unstuck in all those areas and just figure out, okay, what's my next step? You know, the end goal is a completed dissertation, get it done, but you can't just make that leap all in one day of from starting from scratch and outlining your topic and getting the outline. And it has to be a couple of rounds of feedback from advisors and just helping them take each step, one step at a time. That's awesome. Yes, it's it's. It's actually, it's a lot of fun to tell you the truth. I learn an awful lot because the students that come to me have a wide range of experience and a lot, they have a wide range of interests. Yeah, I'm so, sure their topics are all over the place. They are, they are. So it's, for me, it's like having a mini course in whatever their topic is. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Colleen, uh, just to help me be clear about this, because it's not something that I've done. Thesis is for bachelor's degree, dissertation is for doctorate, or do I have that backwards? No, actually, thesis is for a master's degree. Okay. And a doctorate is for the PhD or DRPH, that kind of thing. 
it's different in the UK. So it depends on your, your uh, location really. In the UK, dissertation can refer to your master's degree and your thesis can re refer to your bachelor's. Okay, that's good to know. We have a, a few members of our Eagles community that are in the UK, so. That's great. Yes, I, I interact with students. I have some students from India, some uh, from the UK, uh, some, I, have, I even have two students from Australia. And uh, it's very interesting doing this work because you get to meet a lot of really interesting students. Yeah. What's the biggest breakthrough um, for students? Like what kind of comments do you get from them when you help them take those steps and get it done? Oh, well, one of the biggest ones was a, a student that I actually just had recently. I still have her actually. She had a general fear of writing a paper that's going to be upwards of 100 pages or more. Yeah. And she had gone through, she had been in her master's program for about 12 years. Wow. Okay. She kept getting it extended and extended and extended. Okay. And it was just, she'd gone through six or seven different topics. And it's just, she had a general fear of writing this paper, you know? And so we, we did the personality test, which showed that she's a very detailed person. Okay. But she was sort of fearful. She had to be told what to do in most cases. Like just so okay. concerned about the detail that she didn't want to miss something or get anything wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So she really could not start. You know, she would try to start, but every time, you know, she'd write maybe the abstract and she'd get that far. And then one time she actually got into the introduction and then she completely stopped and just kept getting the timeline extended and extended till now she was at the point where the university was saying, wait a minute, you know, you can't do this. You have one more chance and that's it, you know. And um, to get her over that fear, I had to actually break down the fear with her. Where had that fear come from? And it turns out all her life, She'd had a fear of writing. And again, it was because she did not know what to focus on. She did not know um, how to go from point A to point B. Okay. Because she was so afraid that she was actually going from point A to point D and missing B and C in between. Yeah. And in a lot of theses and dissertations, you don't have to necessarily go, when you go from A to D, you don't necessarily have to address B and C, but you do have to allude to it, to each of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she was getting stuck in the very start and going from A to B to C to D. And so I had to help her identify the actual key points that she wanted to talk about 
and to write about in her thesis and then show her little habits that she could do each day that would stop her from faltering at each point. So one of the things that I helped her do since she was having a problem with the writing of it is I had her take a little tape recorder with her wherever she went. And whenever she thought about something that was important to her thesis to just record it. Yeah, just capture a snippet, get a little something. It doesn't have to be perfect or polished or just capture the idea. That's right, you know. And as she went through her day, she really thought about her dissertation, what her thesis, um, quite a lot during the day. I mean, it was always on her mind. So the first month that we worked together, she kept coming back with lots of snippets and they were great, you know. So once we saw that that was working, you know, then I we sat down and we developed a habit of her downloading onto paper those particular snippets in 15 minute increments every night. And 15 minutes every night, you know, every four, every four days, that that's an hour's worth of writing, mm -hmm. okay? In an hour's worth of writing, you can get quite a bit done, you know? Yeah. So before she knew it, she had her entire chapter one done, which was the introduction. Then we went on to the methods section and we did the same thing, okay? And we kept moving throughout her entire dissertation thesis dissertation what she was an international student or she is an international student okay so we kept moving through the entire process and before she knew it we had an entire thesis and it just needed to be edited you know so she could take it out to an editor and they went through it it was great and she just uh today is Thursday, Wednesday, yesterday, she just got approval for the thesis. So she knows she's going to graduate with her master's degree. That's wonderful. So what's a, a general outline? You talked about introduction, method section. Yes. Um, generally, it's an introduction, which tells what you're going to do, what the, the study your, your thesis is about. Then you have your method section, which is how you are going to construct your thesis. Then you have the results section, what happened as a result of your study or uh, survey or whatever it was, whatever intervention you did, okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, then you have the analysis and discussion Okay, which sometimes is one chapter, sometimes it's two chapters. Okay, and then you have your conclusion section and then any, any appendices, but the conclusions are basically what can, what's gonna, what's the impact of this particular study that you have done? Right, what's, the, what's the takeaway? What, how can yes. we apply this and do something with it? or exactly. do something better than has been done in the past. Exactly, exactly. You know, so, you know, a, a typical thesis, you know, can be anywhere from 
uh, four to eight chapters, depending on how the particular university goes through those that I just listed. Um, sometimes they put the introduction, um, they do the introduction and then they have the students do a uh, conceptual analysis or a framework for the study and then do their method section. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's there's some wiggle room for little differences here and there. Yeah, I can see um, in the land business, we do a lot of different processes and project management. You know, we get an assignment to do some research and determine who the mineral owners or who the landowners are in an area. And the end result of that needs to be a deliverable report that goes to the broker or to the client, the oil company client. This is what I discovered in this research. These were the, the challenges or struggles or gaps in title, you know, where things broke down. So looking at this outline for a thesis, I could see how it would be also valuable for a land professional in looking at the process that we use to complete projects or tasks that we're assigned to to start with okay we're trying to figure out this thing how are we going to do that what's the method that we're going to research that what are the results of that research how are we going to report it what are the conclusions um you know these mineral owners have already leased these mineral owners are open to be leased so let's take the next step and go lease those people. It does sound very much alike, very much. So, so I like that. I can see how that could be very applicable to, to pretty much any process management and evaluation. You know, how effective is the process that we're using to do this thing right now? Yes, that that is really what the uh, advisory team in a thesis or dissertation really wants to know, okay, you've done all this work in this Mm -hmm. particular topic area. What is the application of it? What can we do with it? How does it advance the field? Okay. Um, And that's, that's really the whole process with writing your thesis and your dissertation. It's just Mm -hmm. going through and going through the different steps. And then the key aspect is, okay, how do we apply it? You know, and again, your students get stuck because they just don't know what the advisors are asking for. Yeah, that reminds me, it it kind of helps answer a question I've been asking since I was in first grade (laughs) and getting (laughs) frustrated with math because I was like, why do I have to learn this? Why does this even matter? And my mom said, well, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I wanted to be a rancher, have horses and cows. And so she created a story problem for me of how are you going to know how many cows you have if you can't count them? And if you have 12 more calves in the spring, then how many will you have? And then I could see how math was applicable to life and things that I was interested in. Right. And it just is, is important to get to that 
why is it important for us to get this answer? And then once you get an answer or a result from your research, how are you going to apply that? And what are you going to either start doing new or change from how you're doing it now? Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, that's primarily why students are required to write a thesis or a dissertation. You know, you've done all the the schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Know the topic for the most part. Most students know their topic very well. Some students don't. I actually did not know my topic very well because I had two advisors die in the process of me writing my, my dissertation. Wow. And so I had to use an advisor who, one, I did not know, two, who did not know me, and then three, had her own um, set of interests that she Hmm. wanted me to help her learn about. Hmm. So it was an interesting topic, don't get me wrong, and I learned an awful lot, but you know, having, not having that relationship with my advisor, who, someone who knew me and had a real topic, you know, um, made it difficult. But um, now that you know the topic and you know it well, and you were able to devise a study, whether it was a quantitative one or a qualitative one, now you need to say, okay, I've done all this. Now let's see how it applies to this particular area of life. So what's a, a typical engagement? If somebody is in that position, they have everything but their thesis or everything but their dissertation mm-hmm. um, and they need to complete that, what's the process that engagement with you look like for them? Uh, usually, and you're talking in, as far as time is concerned, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, that varies uh, depending on the student and where they are in their thought process concerning their dissertation. For example, what I mean by that is I told you about the one student had a fear of writing. Mm-hmm. We had to deal with her fear of writing before we could actually get to the actual dissertation process of writing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other students will come in and they will be, have written some aspect of their thesis or dissertation. The shortest person, the shortest time period I've dealt with a person was three months. Okay. I've had one student now for one year. So it really just depends on where they are, what they've done already, where they're getting stuck. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And they can, you know, they can come in and get one-to-one coaching where it's just me and the student and we're fully engaged for a specified period of time. Or they can come in and get group coaching where they get me on certain occasions and then get a group of people, sort of like a, a peer group of people who are writing their thesis and dissertations. Uh, and can, you know, balance 
and brainstorm with them as well. Or that I have a hybrid, which is half the time you have me, half the time you have the group. Mm-hmm. And so depending on which one they sign up for, depending on where they are in the process, then that determines how long they're with me. Okay, very good. Um, anything else you want to add about dissertation coaching, just general information to help people? Well, um, if somebody is interested in dissertation coaching, I actually have a PDF that talks about how to make sure you find the right dissertation coach. Good, that sounds helpful. By going on my website. Very good, and is that the best place for people to connect with you or is there any other contact information that you wanna share? Um, That's the best place for them to contact me. I also have my phone number on that website and that's 615-500-2619. So they can either call me or send me uh, an, an email through the website. Okay, great. Good information. Great to have you with us this morning, Colleen. Uh, appreciate it. And Land Skills Network, please reach out to Colleen. Anyway, she can help you with thesis or dissertation and getting over those places where you get stuck. She'd be a great resource for you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. If you feel stuck in a single role, like you're muddling through on your own, and you're curious about how you can make yourself more valuable in this or any industry, visit my website at landmanmastermind.com. I help land professionals connect with mentors and coaches through one-on-one coaching, mastermind groups, and connection to the Land Skills Network community. Hope to see you there soon.